All right, well, welcome to the Kick It Out podcast. I am Devin Shaw. I'm here with Terry Samaris, and we're looking at week four of the pod and the NBA season. That's right. And we last week started with an Around the NBA segment, and we figured we'd continue. We'll shorten it this week. Yeah, a little last bit. Last week went long. Once we got talking about Kyrie, it was like oh, the, wheel, yeah. the wheels were turning. Oh, Kyrie update. He's still a lunatic. Uh, now he's throwing his teammates around to do whatever the fuck he wants them to do. Yeah. Hey, that guy, he's off the rails. He's getting his numbers. That's what's he's important. His numbers he needs his numbers. It's what's most important. He's getting his 28 points per game and his yeah, whatever. Yeah, sol- solid four and seven while we, without Kyrie, are nine and one. How about that? Baby, it's beautiful. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for basketball again. Thank you. Uh, all right. So we're going to start with Phoenix Suns, seven and four, without their uh, weight-losing uh, first overall draft pick. So, Terry, what do you think is behind the Suns' success? It's an interesting... I'm happy for them, first of all. Um, you know, they've been a bottom-of-the-barrel team for a while. Um, I pro- probably since, what, Raja Bell versus, uh, you know, Kobe in the playoffs. Steve Nash and <laughs> yeah. Amari Stoudemire. Steve, yeah, 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 um, yeah. The glory days of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so it's 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 good to see them back to playing good basketball. Um, obviously, they lost DeAndre Ayton uh, the, to start the season to uh, PEDs or supplements or whatever. Or fat pills. Fat pills. Yeah. Uh, so 25 games, and they're 7-4 and four to start the season in, you know, the top-heavy um, not even top heavy, just the Western Conference, which yeah. is just filled with killers almost every single it's night. It's a fucking that you play. grind out there. Yeah, and they're seven and four, and uh, you know Devin Booker seems to be the real deal. I mean, obviously he dropped seventy points against the Celtics like a year, two years ago, I think. Um, and everyone knew he had uh, exceptional talent, but it seems like he's really starting to put it all together. And then they got Ricky Rubio from Utah this off season. And, uh, you know, a lot of analysts out there, you know, they have a really great backcourt. Some would say top five in the NBA. They're working off of each other really well. Uh, the defense is not amazing, but they know how to put the ball in the hoop. And uh, a lot of it has to be um, uh, credited to Monty Williams, the head coach yeah. of the Phoenix Suns. He's got these guys believing they're sick of the losing culture out there and they're just uh, starting to put it back together. And uh, I'm happy to see it for them. I find it interesting. Uh, I did not see this. I don't think anybody that watches basketball saw this coming. No. They had been putting together decent players and a decent roster, but it, you know, nobody thought they would be better than the Clippers yeah, right now. Yeah, right now. So do you think this will last? That's the question here. You know, uh, Every year, beginning of the seasons, a lot of uh, a lot of the bottom teams they they start hot. Um, but you know what? They don't have their number one draft pick. They actually have Aaron Baines, who uh, My man. went over there in the off season. Uh, All of Australia. And uh, I was watching the game the other night. They were playing, I think, the Lakers, and they ended up losing that game. But Aaron Baines looks like he's in the best shape of his life. I always thought he was a little bit wide-bodied when he was when he was here and maybe uh, he and DeAndre were sharing the well (laughs) but he looks lean he looks jacked he looks like he's in the best shape of his life and he's he's the bruiser that they need down there in the paint that can get the rebounds and his uh three-point percentage is off the charts I think a lot of the uh I think Phoenix knows that's not going to last the full amount of the season but they're happy to take it right now oh yeah no that's that Brad Stevens magic so I just googled Aaron Baines's body. It's a weird Google search. 
I think it may uh, fuck me in the long run. <laughs> yeah. If anybody ever looks at my Googles. Yeah, Zuckerberg but, is like, what the hell's yeah, going yeah, on with this guy? Something's up with this kid. <laughs> uh, I will say, you are not wrong. No. He is in better shape. He looks lean. He, he's again. Tommy Heinsohn would be freaking yeah. out right now if yeah. you have to go into the locker room yeah. this time. <laughs> All of Australia. <laughs> exactly. Big swing in Australia. <laughs> uh, now, the real question is, did you see Aaron Baines ever averaging 15 points in an no. NBA game? No, I mean, he had a few good games here and there. His And we saw potential in his three-point shot randomly. I mean, he was never super consistent game to game with yeah. it, but we saw flashes, and uh, apparently this year he's off to a hot start with it. But I, 15, no, I never saw him putting up 15 points a game. Now there's actually a legitimate question is when Aiton comes back. Mm. What do you do? I mean, he's playing very well. He's defensively a stalwart. Yeah. Arguably one of the main reasons they're winning the games like this. I mean, you have to start your number one overall pick, to. but you what do you to. do? I, you know, maybe try to shop them for a first round pick. Who Max, max um, No, no, no. Baines. Uh, oh, Baines. Maximize the value because it's not. I think NBA teams know a little bit better uh, than trading for Baines, expecting that same some, output throughout I've the season. I've seen some bad trades in the NBA. <laughs> it's very true. But um, I don't know what they do. I mean,. You can't play him out there at the same time. I mean, I don't think Aiton is a natural power forward, and no, Baines a, obviously isn't. Um, so to move to have them on there at the same time, starting is probably not going to happen. You got to move Baines back to the bench, but you can still give Baines his minutes. Yeah, that's true. Um, it just he won't be starting. It doesn't matter who starts; it's who finishes. Marcus Smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like maybe Baines is turning into the new uh, this year's Lopez, hitting threes yeah, and no, very falling true. out of his mind. I mean, it happens. You know. It happens during the offseason. Nobody expected Brooke Lopez to turn into what he is, and he, yeah. re- he reformed Three his game. Three-point machine. And they can yeah. change. Like it, this, th- They could happen when you're 25 years old or whatever. You Everybody know what I mean? can learn how to shoot a three except for DeMar DeRozan. And Still can't is, shoot is he three. that bad, DeMar? He's taken two threes this season. Oh, as well, DeMar DeRozan? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was like a exceptional. Loves three. two points. Oh, God. Two-pointers. Not, not a fan. He's what we don't want Tatum to be. God. <laughs> anyway. Topic two, big news last night. For some reason, it was on everybody's mind <laughs> and on their Twitter fingers. Carmelo Anthony signed with the Blazers, which can only be seen as an act of such <laughs> desperation that I'm genuinely more concerned about the Blazers than I was <laughs> the day prior. What do you think about Carmelo Anthony being back in the NBA? I think it's great uh, that he's back in the NBA, and I actually think the Blazers are a pretty good fit for him. Uh, they haven't had a consistent small forward, power forward uh, over there in a little bit. I think they have like uh, the the guy with the uh, Arik uh, from yeah yeah Farika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, forgot his name. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, but and he's been. Decent, you know, he can hit the three point shot. He's pretty good at defending. Um, but you know, when you get a guy like Carmelo in, who I think has been working and trying, I, I don't think he's, <laughs> I would assume he's I don't think practicing. he's sitting on the couch. Uh, I hope he's not sitting on the couch, but um, I think it's a I think it's a good place for him. It's it's not a big city. It's Portland. It's full of hipsters. Um, great beer city. Great beer city. I would know. I just had a beer from <laughs> Portland, Oregon, and I just think it's 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 a place where it can kind of hum, humble him a little bit. He went to Oklahoma City, but he was playing with, you know, he was playing with uh, Russell Wilson, and uh, obviously it was his show. And obviously this is going to be Damian Lillard's show. But I think he, being out of the NBA for the last year, 
hopefully has humbled him a little bit. He's ready to not to realize he's not that guy that he was five, six years ago where he's the number one scoring threat. He's still going to take bad shots. He's still going to not try on defense sometimes. But I think it's worth it for the risk for the Blazers because they're off to a pretty bad start for the first time in a few years. Yeah, they're off to a horrible start. What, are they, what Do you know their record off the I think the they're top? third worst team in the West. Yikes. Okay, so. Four and eight. Okay, so that's obviously an issue, and I and yeah. I understand the Blazers' mindset making this move. Oh, it's desperate, desperate. But you know what? If it doesn't work out, what they did have it... a worse record than the Grizzlies and the Thunder. I mean, they're they're yes. near the Warriors and the Pelicans. The Pelicans sans Zion. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what Carmelo Anthony has to offer anymore. Right. He refused to play on the bench when he was in Oklahoma. Yeah. And so, what's he gonna, do? You think he's just going to show up to Portland and be maybe the sixth best player on the roster? And just, I mean, who he's the hypothetically? Wait, did he it, go? I'm sorry, did he go to Oklahoma? He went to Oklahoma City. Then he did he go to Houston after? Was he in Houston for a little bit? I believe, yeah, he was. Okay, and then he refused to to come off the bench. Yeah. But the thing is, when you play in Houston, you have a role, and that is yeah, James Harden sit in the three point line. James Harden's going to run the offense, and then he's going to give you a wide open three pointer to shoot. But that's not Carmelo's style, because Carmelo's style is to put the ball on the floor and back his defender down and take a deep two or yeah. a contested two. I don't know if he's that great. He's ever been a great like shooter, ca- catch and shoot he's... kind of. Player, so. Yeah, but what the fuck's he going to do in Portland? I mean, he's the fourth option. This is the thing. I He better know he's the fourth option. He better not show up at the end of a game right. and think he's taking a... The a, shot. Yeah, that's that's Dame Lillard. I think I, I, I respect the Blazers for taking this shot because they are desperate. And they, oh, yeah, they need a shot. Their life, window's so. closing. Not that their window was ever super open or anything like that. But, you know, they, they, it they, was they, a jar. Yeah. They had the number one record in, I think, the West last yeah. year or the year before. So, But nobody ever took them as serious contenders. So now that you have this bad of a start to the season, getting a guy like Carmelo, you know what? You're going to sell some tickets at least. So uh, hopefully uh, get some yeah. Ws. I don't know. But. Maybe. I mean, people love Carmelo. They do. And I feel like they feel like a lot of people think he's been victimized somehow, that he's not Black playing in the NBA. the NBA. He's like the Kaepernick of the NBA. It's no, it's because like, he's an asshole, and he 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 didn't he refused to be a bench player, and he thinks that he's better than he is. he thinks yeah. he's better than he is, and maybe taking a year off helped him. Maybe maybe we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah, his first game back is against Houston, though, right? Oh wow, that's funny. Yeah, I think it's tonight. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, I'm sure he had plenty of time to learn <laughs> Portland's offense. Yeah, the playbook. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I don't see it working. And I always, Portland was going to come back and win some games. I mean, they're not a four and eight. No, team. no, they're not the third worst team. So in the this West. could derail them even more. I think it it's risky. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can always dump them. Sure. I mean, I, what's, yeah, it's what's not a couple it's, hundred thousand dollars. It's not guaranteed. So it's just like, hey, yeah, it's, either, it's either you perform or you're gone. Yeah, so he's he is expendable. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I just don't know. Plus, I think he's kind of a lackadaisical player. Mm hmm. I don't know how well that pairs with Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, not sure totally if he's right. a big effort guy either. How's he been playing this year? Do you know? Uh, Whiteside? I remember he got the he got called out in a game where Charles Bar he had two points at the halftime. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing this. Yeah, quote. and then he just went off and scored in the second half. Whiteside is a big get his numbers guy. 
So I think if when it comes down to it, he always ends up with good numbers. I just don't see him coming at a time that's important. So I guess we'll see. Speaking of players that are <laughs> that are not just getting numbers, but are actually really willing their team the victory, and I may have to eat some crow on this yeah, one. Yeah, a little bit. I've been. Uh, I'm not going to do it yet. I don't. I'm yeah. not. I'm not giving up on my my take yet. We're very. The, the season's young. So it is, absolutely. I don't think people are going to be shooting as well as they are. <laughs> Case in point, Pascal Siakam, who is looking like a top five MVP candidate yeah, right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, what is happening? Uh, you know, I didn't even have Toronto Raptors in the playoffs uh, when we did our East predict, uh, predictions uh, at the start of the season. Uh, but I, I think I'm gonna. I think it's starting to come back a little bit right now because <laughs> yeah. Pascal's showing that. Um, you know, he's in his mid-20s. He was averaging like seven points two years ago, not getting any playing time, and now he's averaging, what, 28? Yeah, he's having a good year. He's having a very good year. Yeah, 28, and 9, and 5 or something. It's a pretty good consolation prize to losing Kawhi Leonard. Uh, so on the Pascal Siakam thing, I read last year he, he upped his average by nine points. Mm -hmm. And now this year, and he won most improved player of the year, right? Mm -hmm. This year he's gone up by... 10 points per game from his year last year. Can you win most improved two years in a row? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I believe that would have been Gordon Hayward's it, award if yeah. he hadn't. Oh, we we need to talk about that. Oh, yeah, we will. Um, I don't see this lasting. I mean, one reason he's scoring so much more is because he's shooting four more threes a game than mm -hmm. he was last season. He's a good player. Also, he was drafted, what, 26th in the first round? Yeah. Yeah, the Celtics did a great job of taking <laughs> Yabaselli oh, no. and uh, Zizic. Oh, no. Now, granted, we needed to do draft and stash so we could potentially have right. enough money to sign Horford and Durant, yada, yada, yada. Imagine we fucked ourselves so bad I trying know. to maneuver cap in that Yeah. Draft. But we almost got him. I think we were yeah. number two on his list. Yeah, we were number Golden two. State. I mean, Tom Brady showed up. Yeah. So. But no, anyway. I can't, I can't believe that this is going to continue. I don't think he's that good of a three-point shooter. If he actually continues shooting thirty-eight percent from three, I'll eat a shirt. <laughs> not, not. I'm, I'm dead serious. We'll get it on video. I will literally try to eat a shirt. That's impressive. Uh, I mean, I'll fail, <laughs> but I'll how'd, try. How would you prepare that shirt? Would you boil uh, it? I believe it would be with fava it. beans and a uh, nice Chianti. Oh, uh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I just don't see it happening. I think he's a great player. He's playing well. I just don't see him being the face of a franchise. Yeah. He, do you think, I mean, if, if you look back at that draft now, right? That was the year we, was that the Jalen Brown draft? Yeah, I think so. So oh no! I think it was a oh no! I think it was Jalen Brown draft, twenty sixteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we took at this point, who would you want more? I mean, it's Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram's balling. Yeah. Jalen Brown, Pascal Siakam. Was Devin Booker that draft too? Thirteen. I think so. Yeah. So you legitimately could have five All Stars this season from that one draft. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're just looking at overall players who you would take, it, it, it based on the start of this season, it has to be Siakam, right? Has to be or Booker, especially where he was going. Yeah, yeah. So, but Booker was still 13. Yeah, I think he was that draft. I don't want to. Regardless, 
I just don't see him being better than Jalen Brown. I don't see him mm. being better than Brandon Ingram or or Ben Simmons. It yeah, does, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I think he's going to continue playing this well. He'll certainly make the All-Star game. I just don't see him as an MVP-type player. That's fair. I don't see it. Now, my man Luca. <laughs> he's going to fuck around and make Devin rich. <laughs> All right. Now... We're going to go over the Celtics games that we missed between podcasts. The Celtics, by the way, 9-1 and one and the best record in the NBA. Oh, how good it's been since that really, that abomination of a basketball game against the Sixers. Yep. Nine straight wins. Not without some sad news. Of course. My LNSJC, uh, Gordon Hayward here. <laughs> My Lord and Savior <laughs> broke his hand. Yeah. On I, I still don't know how he broke. It was his a hand. weird fluke or fractured play. his metatarpal, whatever the fuck it is. But the good news: non-shooting hand. Six weeks. Not his thumb. Actually, opposite side of his thumb. So I think it was. Well, his now pinky will he be something. back on his holiday? My God, Gordon Hayward, will he make it back for Christmas Day? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, <laughs> Christmas isn't that bad in hindsight when no, you really think about. Especially when it's your birthday. Hey, there we go. My man, I like that. Uh, I don't mind it. I, I mean, it sucks. He was playing the best basketball he's played in the last three years. Um, and even maybe even better. I would say the, maybe the best basketball of his entire career. And to get, uh, s- uh, you know, T-boned here with, you know, uh, you know, Fuck breaking your Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, it's just so fluky. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not his fault. I know, still but still him. fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I mean, aren't doing anything. Are we supposed to like, I still don't understand how you just turn around running. You took one step. Yeah. It didn't even look like it hit his elbow. I, I don't understand how it happened. It was very strange. It was unfortunate. Uh, the moment I weeks. saw it happen, too, I'm like, I saw him just grab his hand and yeah. run straight to the locker room. I was like, God damn it. I know. Anyway, we, but the thing is, well, we're going to go back to the Bucks game. Yeah. But we are just, the closest games in this entire trip or this entire run have been against the fucking Knicks. Yeah. In, in, in Boston, too. Marcus, yeah. Marcus Morris was putting that team on his back looking for that revenge Going game. on God mode. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but uh, JT, uh, yeah. not to skip too far ahead, but Jason Tatum hit that game winner. Oh, no. Tied. It wasn't like a super high pressure shot. I mean, it was a tied game. Worst case scenario. You I was and- I was kind of happy. I had been telling my friend how fun basketball is to watch, and he was like, "No, it's not, dude. It's fun basketball. It sucks." <laughs> Made him watch the game. It was that game. He hits awesome. a buzzer beater. He's like, "Yo, fuck, dude. <laughs> that was so nuts. Dope. Is this, yeah. is that all the games. Are? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, they're <laughs> definitely <laughs> all like this. <laughs> not that we're kicking the living shit out of every team we play. Yeah. I mean, so, but the Bucks game, yeah. that's what really got this started. Yeah. What was the final score? 116-106? One of, yeah, 116-105. 105, okay. We were getting our ass kicked at halftime. Yeah. I think I told you the story. I We were losing really badly. I got in my car. I drove home. I You know, I got home. I was like, oh, we're getting the shit kicked out of us. So I start cooking a bit, yada, 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 you know, as one does. I turn on my phone, and now all of a sudden we were winning yeah. by like a decent amount. I had the game DVR'd because, you know, I can do it on my phone, love the future. <laughs> and I went back and I rewatched it, and I was like, holy shit. That yeah. was like such a turnaround at halftime. Mm-hmm. And again, it was spurred by Gordon pretty much playing the facilitator. Yeah. I mean, he has been dominant doing that this season, and I'm quite worried 
now that he's hurt and we're going on again as a five-game roadie, mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without your best player. Yeah, Kemba's been playing unbelievable lately. Like, yeah. I, think he, I think he's hit the most three-pointers in the league at like 44 right now through the first like 10 games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's been putting them up. So, um, you know, when you have an option to have Gordon facilitate and Kemba, it, it, it opens up more options for other players. But with Kemba obviously going to be the main facilitator going forward until uh, Gordon comes back, you can't expect, you know, those type of performances every single night. No. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like we are going to have some struggles here and there, especially on this five-game road trip starting tonight with Golden State. At least we get to kind of wean our way into yeah. uh, into <laughs> yeah. the into the grinder. Against Golden State. And, and this game was on uh, ESPN, and I'm sure when ESPN chose this game to have on their channel, they yeah, were grinning. Yeah, they really thought it because was Because the last yeah. four years we've been playing Golden State, they've all been, like, classics, essentially. Yeah, unless D'Angelo Russell drops, like, 60. Yeah. What do you have, 52 a couple games Did Really? Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not going to be as, as exciting. Obviously, the star power is not there. Uh, the name recognition. But, I, you know, the Celtics are fun to watch again. So, uh, yeah. But to go back to the Bucks game, you're right. We were getting killed. And it looked like everything was starting to go the Bucks way, all the momentum. And last year... We would have put our shoulders oh down. God, we would have been blaming each other, yelling at each other. Lost by forty. But the Bo- the Boston Celtics basketball is back. The ball movement, uh, the the extra passes for the open shots, it's all back, and it's it's amazing to watch. And it, we really got to see it that Bucks game. And um, I know we were on a little bit of a win streak before that, but this was the game that I think gave our guys a lot more momentum going forward and just a lot more trust oh, in yeah. each other. It's just like just, yeah, just confidence. Confidence, and yeah. That I'm, that had to have been Giannis's worst game of the season too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We were throwing Marcus Smart at him. Yeah, Marcus Smart is shutting down big men. He's at this point. he's. I know he's not putting up like all those big numbers that Kemba is, and yeah, but, but he is shooting like, yeah. unbelievable. He's making great passes. He's not turning the ball over. He and he's he's definitely the heart and soul of this basketball team. And you know, I think every year, unfortunately, he gets injured of some sort. And um, he's, you know, hopefully just he can keep it under control and not get, uh, you know, hurt. Like he usually does once a year. Unfortunately, misses like 10 games. So we'll see. But if he just becomes, you know, the best three and D guy in the NBA, he's he's getting severely underpaid. At this rate, he's going to be a first team defensive and he's putting his hat in the ring for defensive player of the year right yeah, now. Yeah, he was first team all defense last year, I think, and he's Which I thought was surprising. Yeah, I don't know if he was playing elite elite defense last year. It seemed to start like when I saw that Team USA highlight, it was almost comical where he was covering the center. Yeah. And he was running around everywhere. That's when I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know he could cover like I'd seen him cover big men, but not mm. consistently." Mm-mm. Now he's just straight up like guarding people seven inches taller than yeah, him like, on a regular basis. Like putting his hand up like, I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's playing like Grant Williams is 6'6", six, six, and he's playing power forward. Yeah. But Marcus is 6'3", maybe, yeah. and he's covering centers and power forwards. Yeah. It is slightly concerning how small our lineup is at times. For sure. Grant Williams at the center. 6'6", six, six, wild, yeah, I know. Dude. Robert Williams, a.k.a. Time Lord, a.k.a. Goaltend. A.k.a. Lob Williams. Yeah, all he does is dunk, which it's impressive as hell. Yeah. I mean, and that's like a Capella out in oh Houston, yeah, no, which no. is fine. I want my big man to just do that. Yeah. I mean, we don't need a shooter. We don't need we a three-point shooter. We don't, need a, we don't need more. I just wish he wouldn't block potential air balls and give them two points. True, true. 
he's gonna get better, obviously. Um, I don't know, but we need we need to acquire a big man. Yeah, I think that's uh big on our um needs list. Come you know down the line. Obviously, we're winning right now, so I know I, who I want. Who who do you want? Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller. That's yeah. the, that's the guy who's gonna really put us over the top. I mean, huh? you, I told you I wanted <laughs> Sabonis. I uh, yeah, way badly. Yeah, contract's too season. high now. Oh yeah. I, plus, I think you need to wait six months after you sign. Oh, uh, gotcha. But what's he averaging like twenty twelve and yeah six? Yeah, or he's something? playing really well. Yeah, he's a good player. And the Pacers are back real quick. I know. I think on said on the last podcast they got off to a really slow start, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to remove them from yeah. my East uh, projections. But they're seven and four now. They turned it on. Yeah, I mean they're as good as the Phoenix Suns. Beautiful, <laughs> full circle. Brogdon is playing well. Yeah, but no Zeller. One, he played with Kemba, and they're like best friends. Yeah. Two, he's incredible on the pick and roll. Gotcha. I okay. know we don't need another score, mm-hmm. but if we can get a center that can, he doesn't block shots. Yeah. But he plays defense. He's seven feet tall. He can actually cover a center, and he plays good defense. He can hit threes. His brother used to play here. What was his brother's yeah, name? Yeah, Tyler. Tyler Zeller, There was yeah. Tyler, Cody, and... It's freaking Zellers. Was Tyler Zeller the one... No, I'm thinking of Tyler Hansborough. Oh, God. Tyler Zeller did play here. What the fuck happened to Tyler Hansborough? Uh, oh, I mean... So many tall, under, white centers yeah. named Tyler. Yeah. It's like a... I'd love to see the Zellers and the plum, like a meme. Plumleys go into a cage oh, and just God. fight it out for... <laughs> But no, I think I think he can be a dominant player for sure for us in terms. Of, I think he had like twenty nine and fourteen the other mm-hmm. day. I don't know. I think if we were to add a center, I don't want to just add somebody that can jump do what Robert Williams does. Right. I kind of want to add somebody that has like some versatility and that would fit into our offensive scheme. I mean, if he can run the pick and roll, I mean, he did it with Kemba for yeah. so long. Yeah. And if you watch footage of that, they were dominant on the pick They're and roll. They're really good. Yeah. And they're like best friends. I mean, why not just, you know, we're team chemistry now. <laughs> Let's add more friends. Yeah, seriously. It's like a sitcom. But no, I mean, anyway. We're, uh, so at 9-1, and one, the games are kind of boring to talk about. Like yeah, we, yeah. Outside of Hayward getting hurt against the Spurs. Yeah. We just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, Jalen Brown was yeah. unbelievable. I think that was like the second time we've won in San Antonio in the last like 10 years or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And did you see the love fest between Pop and... I actually didn't. He was hugging Smart. Gushing. He was hugging Tatum and Brown Well, they had the, the game, Team, Team USA. USA yeah. yeah. I don't know where his Kemba hug was. I hey. must have missed it. <laughs> but no, I mean, we beat the shit out of them. Yeah, what were the scores? So after the Milwaukee that, game, what did we do? That's 135 to 115. Gotcha. Against the Spurs. Was that was that the game after the Bucks? After the Hornets. Oh, okay. Where we won 108 to 87. Gotcha. Yeah, we killed them. Like I don't know how our closest games are to Cleveland and the Knicks. Yeah. The Bucks game was very impressive. That second half was. That has to be, and that was without Jalen, right? Yeah, yeah. That's essentially what the pinnacle of our offense, the potential the top max potential of mm. our offense. At this point, we're scoring, we're already like one-eighth into the season. So mm-hmm. at this point, I like the thing that I don't think is going to hold is our defense, but we're going to score a lot of points because we're fast, mm-hmm. we're deep. I mean, shit, look at Carson Edwards just went off. Yeah, 16 or 18 points. Was this, he's conf- When he gets confident, yeah. man, he gets cooking. Yeah. But no, I mean, if and then when we get... Gordon back, it's going to be even better. Yeah, going to be hard to stop. Yeah, just the way the offense moves, it's 
this is what Brad Stevens. It, this is like this the highest level of Brad Stevens coaching. It's positionless, which mm-hmm. is what he wanted. Interchangeable scoring, and unselfishness. Yeah, I mean, this is what Kyrie fucked up by being Kyrie. Yeah, if Kyrie had just played like Kemba, we would have been unstoppable. But I Devin, mean, you're seeing the potential Devin, of what we could be. But Devin, what does the government mean to you? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I I need to know. We all need to know. The important things about important, basketball. Yeah, yeah. Oh my you just, god, dude! Your I third forgot. eye is just not yeah, open. Yeah, I enough. mean, I am. I'm wearing a hat right now, Terry. <laughs> I can't see what's happening behind me. <laughs> I don't see the past. <laughs> I only see the future. <laughs> Fucking, I'm on another plane, man. <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, he's nuts. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think right now we're just showing what we're capable of doing, and we're putting the NBA on notice. Yeah. I mean, just two weeks or a week, we were seven and one, mm-hmm. and I saw a power ranking that still had us at like eleven. Yeah, the disrespect. That is some serious disrespect. Now they have them at four. Oh come on! Fucking Anthony Davis and LeBron have already missed games, right? Yeah. Anthony Davis is gonna miss ten, fifteen games this season. Yeah. LeBron will. Mi- LeBron looks like he's on the war path. Yeah. So he's trying to win that MVP for sure. He's trying to steal money out of my pocket, Terry, because <laughs> I got my man at MVP. <laughs> but. As of now, I don't know how the fuck you don't say they're the one, the best team in the NBA. Yeah, they've beaten the other best team. They've, I guess, after this trip, because the only game we're playing my top two seeds in the Western Conference preseason. This is true. So if we leave this, if we leave four and one on this West road trip, yeah, we have to be talked about as the best team in the NBA. Have to. I mean, even if it's three and two, we're what? Yeah, we're ten and three. Yeah. No, no. Sh- Jesus. Uh, Twelve, and, 12 three. and three. Yeah. Man, my, I thought we were still. Seven <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the Clippers. Doc, you know, Doc Rivers against the mm-hmm. Celtics. Are, he's going to roll out George and Kawhi. They're not going to be on that load management. And then Denver's Denver. I mean, yeah. they're they're kind of iffy right now. They were dominant two weeks ago. Then they sucked, and their coach reamed them out. Now they're playing well again. Jokic has been like either MVP good or mediocre. Yeah. So if we get them on a good night, we're probably screwed. But after, if we go on a good run on this upcoming slate, we the rest of the league can't can't say we're not the best. No, no, it's unbelievable. Like even the Mavs, right? We'll talk about the Mavs game here because I was there. Yes, yeah. You know, Start I had to go. See, I had to go see Luca in person for a second time. And let me tell you. It's like watching a conductor at the peak of his skills. He's not just a basketball player. He's an artist. Fuck Kyrie when they say he's an artist. Right. This guy is special. Yeah. I mean. He's got a great touch, man. Oh, my God. Like that a, step back on Jalen from yeah. like 30. Like when you can put up like a 30 footer and it like just the way yeah. it goes in the. Like it's not and a by play, the way, just, what was he like? 34, 12. Yeah. He, you know, when you're at the game, it's hard to keep track of stats. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, it's easier now. The beers are like fifteen fifty. I can't get like blindingly drunk at the game. The he having watched that, his teammates missed like at least five wide open threes. Yeah, he should have had so many more assists than he actually did. Uh he's just incredibly special. That the dribbling he did before the goaltend that Robert Williams did, when he yeah. broke broke Jalen off. Yeah, I mean that was unbelievable. Then the time he went behind the back into that pass, mm-hmm. 
that was for me the perfect game to see. Now, because my God went off, <laughs> Luca just bawled. Then we got to finally see what everybody talks about when they call him cardiac Kemba. Yeah, we got to see Kemba go. You know what? Did he hit four threes like three in a row. Yeah, and then Luca hit him in the neck, and he got you know whatever. Got a little stinger. Got a stinger. Is you know so Luca hurt isn't Luca hurt <laughs> Luca kicked Marcus in the dick yeah and then caused a stinger for Kemba I mean guy's a killer I love me some Luca <laughs> but come on bro don't do me like that Jalen played the best I've ever seen him in person oh yeah yeah he was uh, he was unconscious that game I just I the just the growth he's had in the past off season yeah. He couldn't dribble mm-hmm. like with his left hand. And we were talking about it preseason. He drove to the basket like a bull in a china shop. Mm-hmm. It was all him barreling down, mm-hmm. not looking at other options. Now he's composed. He's calm. Mm-hmm. He, he can finish with both hands. can finish with both hands, but just the way he's he's not just barreling through the, the defense. He's really controlled himself. It is amazing the growth he's made. It's shocking. It really is shocking. I did not expect it one bit. And now he's doing it at a very high level. I mean, an all-star level. Mm -hmm. What's he, 20 points a game right now? Yes. Like 27 and 4. Yeah. 20 slash 7 slash (laughs) 4, not 27 and 4. So uh, what about, I know you're gushing about Jalen, but uh, on the other side, Jason Tatum had his worst game as a professional. Dude. Finished 1 in 18. You know what's amazing? I knew he was sucking. Yeah. When you're there, but you don't see the work. no the numbers. Yeah. I'm not looking up at the scoreboard every 30 seconds. No, you can see how many points he has, but and then you, know, you, you don't think of the. I'm not shot a fucking attempts. millennial. I am a millennial, but I'm not like a millennial. I'm not dicking around on my phone when yeah. I'm at the game all the time. I yeah. take one. I take one photo. Yes, yes. Every time of Donnie Wahlberg. Of Don- yeah, of course, <laughs> D Walls, and uh, that's it. And then I turn my phone off and yeah. I watch the game. Yep. I like being present in the moment, and people should be like that. More yep. people should be like that. Anyway. Okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just turned 30. I'm an old man. Not that old. But so I'm watching, like, I didn't notice. Like, we yeah. were we were winning. And then you see it. We were kicking the shit out of them. And it, we, it felt like we were kicking the shit out of them. It was but then close I'd look up, while. and it was like a two-point game. Yeah. And me and my buddy were like, how the fuck did that happen? So when you walked out and you saw that he went one, one for eighteen, for, one dude, my jaw dropped. Yeah. How did we beat the Mavs, who I have as a playoff team, yeah. with Tatum going one and eighteen? I don't know how it happened, but I'll tell you my favorite part of the entire thing. I mean, he was that's trash. Yeah, that's really bad. That's like one of that could be the worst shooting performance in the history of the Celtics. It was. Yeah, but it's fine. I have a silver lining here. Listen, that my silver lining is that he was immediately after the gym after yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. You'd imagine just like, you know, 1130 at night. You know what I did? I walked home like a <laughs> savage. I walked back to, si- I walked to Porter Good Square. Lord. Yeah. I wanted to prove something to That's myself. That's insane. The last hill I had to walk up to get to my house, I felt like Rocky Balboa yeah. going up the steps. In Philly, yeah. That was the closest I felt to, div- to divinity. I yeah. felt like God. Yeah, true, true. And then I, could, then I had plantar fasciitis the next day and I couldn't walk because I am not in good shape. <laughs> but... Anyway, he's going to the gym yeah. after being terrible. Yep. And you know what? That makes me feel really good about Tatum. But here's the thing. I looked up the shot chart. Like, you obviously see 1 in 18, and you're like, oh, my God. Let me see what that type of shots this guy was taking. Yeah. And you look at the shot chart, and it's actually not terrible. He had, like, maybe six or seven shots 
outside of the paint that obviously he missed the majority of. And then all of his other shots came he literally definitely missed the majority. of. Yeah. But all of his other shots came at the basket. So at least his shot selection wasn't awful. It's not like he was missing twos and he just kept taking more and more deep twos that were contested. Yeah. He was going at the basket. He was being aggressive. He wasn't getting the calls. Not that there was like much contact on him. I, I get why it's worrisome because he keeps, you know, he he can't, keeps missing layups. Yeah, he can't finish at the basket, and he's skinny, and he can't score through contact. Um, and that is worrisome. But the one silver lining I will say is he was not taking bad shots. He wasn't taking deep, contested, fadeaway twos. I mean, I only think he had one or two three-point attempts on the day, and he was going at the basket. I mean, you see a guy struggling with his shot. What do you say to TV? Go to the basket so you can yeah. get some rhythm going. It was just he couldn't make the shots and even Brad Stevens asked about the question asked about him after the game he said listen he had a bad shooting night I don't lose sleep over missing shots that's the last thing I need to worry about because I know my guys are scorers I know that it that that's a fixable problem you know if we're you know putting them in bad positions to make to make baskets that's what I have to worry about yeah he was just he was just missing shots and it sucks it's historically bad but I'm not. He's I'm not had, losing. I'm not losing sleep over it. I, well, I mean, I'm not either. But I have two concerns. One, he's been missing a lot of layups. He has all season. Oh my god, yeah. And it's insane. I mean, he's not missing layups. Like who? Who was it? Was it Eric Gordon or PJ Tucker the other night? Just straight up missed like. Well, a some, wide Semi Ojale missed a wide open one the other. Oh, night. that was special. Yeah, I was. Talking. He was like over the rim. He could have just dropped yeah. it, and he like dropped it on the other side. He could have dunked it. He tried to like lay it in or something. Yeah, well, that's fucking. And I, weird. I was in the middle of a conversation with my my girlfriend Mary. I'm like, yeah, Semi. I'm like, you know, he hasn't been improving year to year. Like he's like he, he might just go the way of Yabu, where he, you have him on your team and he's Except not improving. Like not fat. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. And then literally after I was done saying like he's not improving, he goes and. He botches that wide open layup. Yeah. He could have dunked yeah. or he could have just actually dropped the ball in the basket. Yeah. He was above the rim. Yeah. That was the weirdest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. But no, I that was so my one concern was he's missing layups. Yeah. And it's very I find it odd. Yeah. And it's the way he's I think it's the way he's like gathering the ball to go in. It's very possible. And he just can't hit through contact. I mean, there's contact almost on every layup that you're going to take. Yeah, and he, I mean, he finishes sometimes, and they look gr- and it's great. It makes it look lo- effortless sometimes. Yeah, it's just I don't know what's going on. He's shooting the sh- he was been shooting threes really well. Yeah, but I don't know. Here's the real concern: when you're shooting one of eighteen, yeah. why the fuck did you take eighteen shots? That's the thing. Did he lead the team in shots? He was up there for sure, yeah. That's crazy. Well, this is the thing. My cousin is, is on a w- war path with Jason Tatum. He can't stand him right now. Yeah. And it, a lot of uh, he thinks that Jalen um he thinks that Jason just thinks that he's better than he is. And if he can give take 3 or 4 of those bad shots that he takes and spreads it around to his teammates, he'd be a lot more effective taking as a 14 shot per game rather than an 18 to 20 shot per game kind of guy. So imagine the balls to take 18 shots when you can't yeah. hit a basket. Yeah. But that's what he is. He's a scorer. So, I mean, you kind of have yeah. to. I mean, well, that's you, what yeah, we signed up. That's, shoot, what we, right? that's what we signed up for in, in a sense. But real quick on this Dallas game, I don't want to spend too much more time on yeah. it. Marcus Smart shutting down Porzingis. What a guy. Oh, my God. Porzingis was taken out of the game. Yeah. In the final. Yeah. The final ending of the game. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Carlisle was like, nope. 
You're not doing anything. Yeah, but I mean, he's t- he takes charges. He he just oh, Marcus. He, he just does everything. Oh no, Marcus was incredible. Does all in the gr- all the grit work. And watching Marcus play is is such a pleasure. Yeah, I mean, even when he was guarding Doncic, he was doing fairly well oh, yeah. on him. I mean, Jalen was getting worked yeah. by Doncic. Yeah, but, and Jalen's a great defender too. Um, Marcus is just fun to watch. It's nice to see somebody that really enjoys doing the nitty gritty shit. Mm-hmm. He's not all about scoring. And right now he's taking like top fifteen most threes per game or something. Yeah, loot like something you would not expect. But he's shooting well. He's hitting them. Yeah, he's becoming a really good three point shooter, which is shocking. Which I I've always known that he can hit them. You watch him in practice. Yeah, he started at what like twenty two percent though. Yeah, gradually climbed right, and you see him. uh, you know, he you've seen a couple streaky games where he'll hit like six six out of out of eight or something in the past. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so you know he can shoot. It's just him stringing it together and being consistent with it, which I think he's finally last year a little bit, and now this year especially. He shot well last season. He did. He did. And I thought I was, I thought it was an aberration. Right. But now I mean, I think it's real. He's, <laughs> he's he could be our. Now that Gordon's out, yeah. Marcus Smart should probably be playing the main point guard role for us. With him and Kemba, yeah. Because he is a very great decision maker. He is. Especially when he has the ball in his hands. I he think, always gets the right pass. And I think we're leading the league in uh, turn, not turning the ball over right now yep, as well. Like, we I mean, everyone's just in sync right now. And, yeah, everyone's making the right choice. I'm blown away by our defensive statistics. Yeah. I definitely did not see us being a top five defense. I don't see it holding, but me either. But if we score enough, who cares? But that's the thing that you mentioned earlier is like we have four guys on the court who can pretty much defend one through five a lot of the times. Not Kemba, obviously, but Jason. He's tall and lanky, and Mm -hmm. he's he's big enough to defend. Jalen and Smart, obviously. So I mean, we just have a lot of guys that can defend one through five. No, and you know what? Kemba's been playing better defense than I thought he could. He has. All right, so let's do a, a small preview. We've talked about almost all of the games. Yeah. But so yeah, what do you see happening tonight against Golden State? So we got Golden State tonight, ten thirty. Um, you know, they're just they're 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 broken over there in Golden State. Yep. Uh, they're uh, Curry's out. Thompson obviously is isn't going to play this year. Durant's gone. So you're relying Draymond's on out too, right? Yeah, I think he played last night oh, or the other he? night. Okay, okay. So, but I think they are monitoring him. I think he's like, yeah, he's got that load more load load, man- load load management. Jesus, should be the load management podcast. Yeah, now that yeah, yeah, we should read. It's actually, not bad. I mean, I'm pretty tired all the time. So <laughs> I could probably use a break. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think we ha- we. I mean, going out to the West Coast is obviously not easy. Um. I don't know when they get. They probably got out there last night. They might have gone out partying in San Francisco. For all we know, it's a tough. It's Could a tough be. call. I always. I'm always wary of like San Fran. Pop, not even just popular cities with a good nightlife. Fucking hipsters. The night before, exactly. So uh, hipsters I'll, found Jalen. They went to a poetry right. reading. <laughs> uh, I'll take the Celtics to win tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're favored by seven points. I don't know if they're going to cover it, but I can see us winning this. Yeah, I think we're going to win. Um, I think we're going to beat Sacramento too. Sacramento. When do we play them? Uh, the seventeenth. The seventeenth. That's and then uh, we got Sunday. Phoenix on the eighteenth. And then Phoenix on the eighteenth. Those are two fun games. Yeah, the back to back on the West Coast games are always worrisome. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Sacramento's their the one time we have their their freaking draft pick. They overperform, and now they and, suck. And again. they mess around, and they almost make the playoffs last year. Well, not almost make the playoffs, but they were yeah. in contention like midway through the year. And then this year, they're back to being absolute garbage. I mean, that is just. The most Celtic shit yeah, ever. Yeah, that's insanely unlucky. I mean, I thought that was a top five pick. Oh, my God. And now they suck again. Like, they're not even 
mediocre. No, they're, they're, they're bad. bad. They're back to being bad. I don't know what De'Aaron Fox is doing. Uh, is he just did he regress back to yeah, Buddy Heel got his money? Oh yeah, yeah. So that they should. Marvin have... Bagley's been out, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, they should have one of the more explosive backcourts between De'Aaron and Buddy Heald, um, but it's it's just not coming to fruition this early in the season. So we should win that game. Uh, I'd imagine we're like probably going to be like eight eight to ten point favorites there. So yeah, what I find interesting is looking at this this uh, schedule here. Golden State, Sacramento, and then we're going to Phoenix and then back to California? Why the fuck didn't they just schedule just three straight Cali games? Flip those games, I know. That's that's, that's uh, not terrible Adam road Silver trip. out to get the Celtics. Oh, that's yeah. That's the green team. Right <laughs> uh, the, so it's the it's the Suns. Yeah, we got Phoenix. Yeah, uh, um, you know, like we were talked about the top of the the top of the hour. Uh they're they're starting the season great. Will yeah, they, they continue it? I doubt it. I mean, we put Booker we clamped down on Booker with Jalen and Marcus Smart, and then yeah. let and then just you know let everyone do what yeah, else. Let's the, let Ricky Rubio and Aaron Baines beat, beat us. us exactly. So yeah, um, Kelly Oubre. You know, I want to say that we're going to be three and zero, but that's just being biased. I'll say two and one through the first three games, just yeah. to be just to kind of soften it. I think I got three and zero. I know. And then I, <laughs> I want to say it so bad. Yeah, and then the Clippers are going to be tough. The Clippers, yeah. Doc Rivers will show no mercy, and he'll play. He'll play uh, Paul George and Kawhi. They will not be managing their load no. against the Celtics. No, this will and, be a revenge game for Doc. And Pat Beverly on Marcus Smart could actually turn into a homicide. <laughs> you thought Miles Garrett incident last night oh, was yeah. bad? Helmet to the head? I don't know. That Pat will... Beverly, Marcus Smart could be pretty nasty. I would pay money to watch them fight yeah. in the alley. Yeah, that'll be the the definitely the game to watch. And I think that's on the twentieth, so that'll be the Tuesday night, I think ish. Yeah. And then we see Denver versus Boston. Two days later on Thursday. We literally see the player that was built for Brad Stevens offense <laughs> playing. Oh, Jokic. Jokic. The Joker is Brad Stevens' ideal basketball. Yeah, player. that's his muse. Oh my god, dude! He would be so good in the Horford just, role. I can just see Brad just with a giant uh, thing of uh, he's just sitting clay, in a just giant, sculpting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say in a giant <laughs> vat of KY jelly yeah, exactly. on the side of the court. He's just sitting there like it's a dunk tank. I ah, could see that yeah. absolutely. No, but I think your your uh, your metaphor was better. <laughs> just sculpting a. Yeah, I'm, he, I'm doing. I'm this, sculpting my muse. And this it's is just, his Adonis. Yo, yeah, his Adonis, aka the kind of fat center. Yeah, the opposite of Adonis. But no, he would be the perfect player for Brad Stevens. He's. I find Jokic to be one of the five most fun players to watch. Yeah, he hit two game winners last week. I think right. Yeah, he is. He is uh, a clutch gene. He he's got everything, man. Yeah, he really is. I don't think he can play defense, but <laughs> so not everything. No, well, you know who cares? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we hear that waxing we... poetic about Smart <laughs> doing the little things. I know, defense. and then it's just like offense, offense. But yeah, but it's Jokic. Yeah, that's I don't true. know. I think it's going to be a great road trip. I think the last two games, particularly, will be a great test for the for Celtics. Sure, for sure. Because right now, if they win one of those two games, plus sweep the rest of the road trip. Four and one is four and one on that trip is pretty impressive. And looking staring down what fourteen and one? Yeah. Fourteen and two if 14, they go four oh, 14 and one. And yeah. two, excuse me. They you have to look at them as the best team in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, this is their best start since the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen days. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, I mean this team is really great. They're really they're overperforming what I thought they would be. For sure. I mean, I did have them at the two seed though. You did. So I'm you not did. exactly that far off. Anyway, Got anything else you want to say? No, you know, Celtics basketball is back. I'm back to watching every single game, 
being excited for every game yeah. as, as well because you know you'd be like wow what are these fucking losers gonna do tonight what are they gonna do tonight to to well we're gonna lose to the knicks tonight okay i guess that's normal <laughs> i guess that's just part of the norm now with these celtics but i am excited now it's gonna uh, cave into the box and, and i'm a night owl too so 10 30 is like ideal oh God, ideal yeah. basketball time for me i mean i got the 11 11 a.m showing of the irishman tomorrow, oh there so you go yeah. i mean i'm gonna that, load management that movie will probably be longer than any professional sports game true. but now i'm gonna leave you with this Kyrie Irving is going to do some weird shit this week. I think we should do a weekly update. Yeah, weird, Kyrie watch. Where, what weird <laughs> shit has Kyrie done this week? And then Pascal Siakam's not going to play as well as he's <laughs> playing right now. All right, I'm Devin Shaw. I'm with Terry Samaras. This is the Kicking Out Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.